Super Talk Mississippi media production. Did you know Toyota Brookhaven has sold more new vehicles the last two years than any other dealership in southwest Mississippi? Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way. Their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Hey, folks, time for another In a Mississippi Minute. As I always say, I'm grateful for you tuning in into my seventh year. That's crazy. Reminding you that my pals at Superior Catfish is homegrown and produced. Where else? Right here in Mississippi. Macon, to be exact. Remember, there's catfish. There's Superior Catfish. Go to SuperiorCatfish.com. And, of course, so many glorious things await you. If you would just go to visit Mississippi.org and plan a cool road trip, it's right there. All right. Since I had last my guest on, can you say it like that? As a songwriter, I guess you can say things sideways, backwards. I got you going. Listen, I've got him worked up already. The last time he was on this was many sunrises ago, and he's been on our sacred Mississippi soil. A couple of times now annually, it's an annual thing, and I dig yeah. this man like a lot of my friends do. And I love the fact that when he cooks, which is sort of his other passion, well, it's like a South Carolina version of Jamie Oliver, or maybe Jamie Oliver is a English version of him, meaning he has all the old school cooking apparatuses. If you're stuck in the woods or on an island and stranded indefinitely, he's one of three people. I want with me. The other two, shout out to David Cruz, Chef David Cruz, and my brother Joe. Okay, guys, all right. But he has another recipe that has screamed success in our music business. The man can flat out pen a song, and he can perform it. Great singer, songwriter, very prolific. Some of his hit songs, Hootie and the Blowfish is One Love, Lee Bryce, Best Part of Me, Kelly Pickler, Selma Dry. Everybody take a sip of drink. Okay, Charles Easton, Whiskey Lips. Story to Tell You by Lee Bryce again. So Not My Baby, Josh Turner. Love that song. Love Loves a Night, a Long Night by Craig Morgan. The Fire by Ray Scott. Buzz Back Girl, Jared Neiman. My Carolina, Lee Bryce. Life Off My Years, Lee Bryce, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He'll be back here, hallelujah, on our Mississippi soil. Um, and with a healthy crop of smash it songwriter pals of ours, May 3rd and 4th, for our Mockingbird Songwriters Music Festival, which has now jumped in to be the music arm in the Wildlife Heritage Festival, which I thought would be a great fit, which has also moved downtown Leland, Mississippi. General admission will be free. Joining the Heritage Wildlife Festival with us will be 
two long-term time festivals, the Frog Fest, named after Jim Henson and the Muppets in Leland, uh, and also Crawfish Festival. So, I mean, we're going to be loaded down, packed, and ready to go. It's going to make a big old economic boost. Hotels will be filled and be thousands of people, and my guest today will love a crowd. So let's get to it right now with the one and only, my man, Philip Lemons. What's up, Philip? Hey, brother. How you doing, man? You deserve a longer intro than that, but that's all you're getting. Oh, come on. I, to, I slept through that one. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> How's Carolina doing? Man, it's good. Uh, I'm flying through there in a little bit. We, we're leaving in the morning for a uh, big trip we do every year. That's a music trip, too. But, yeah, Carolina's good. And, Nashville and good? Nashville's – you could hang me in Nashville right now. It's cold. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's crazy. Um, yeah. uh, so here's what I want to ask you. Let's get What's to that? cooking first. I'm, I introduce okay. you with cooking first because I'm a, I love to cook. My wife loves oh, to cook. Our yeah. daughter's in culinary school now. We live for it, right? Well, yeah, uh, I was going to slide in behind you because you, you're just amazing too. I mean, good God. I'm not, I'm not saying I am. I just, you know, I break it through a toolbox kind of thing. You know? No, no. Yours to me is, is legit. I mean, I love it and all that, but you look like you've been seriously trained. Tell me about your background there. You know, uh, the, the seriously trained is, is a stretch, but, um, when I was in college, I worked for, or I had a bunch of little jobs all the time playing in places, but, and doing a lot of other stuff. But, uh, I was, uh, there's a French bakery that I, after classes and stuff, which if I went, uh, I would go by there and get pastries and stuff and I would take them in breads and all sorts of things. And I, I would deliver for those to all the restaurants and stuff for the evening. And uh, um, so it was just a thing. And I'd go by there every day and they would have me do that. And I'd pack up my truck and go, you know, and, but anyway, there's one guy who became a chef. He was a chef and came from Paris and he has green card and he set up on the street. He put tables and chairs out on the street and got arrested for all that, you know, in Charleston, Charleston, you can't do that in Charleston like you can in Paris. And he just was going to set up a bistro right there on the street. And, uh, Anyway, I got him his like liquor license and stuff and interviewed people. And then he, one day he was really, really busy in there. Started catching on all the lawyers were coming in there and stuff. And he just handed me an apron. And first thing he handed me was, he said, I don't, I need you to drop these ducks in that fat right there, you know, making coffee and, or, you know, and he, and he showed me how to handle a skillet and how to do just the things, you know, and everything has a sauce and, and I think all the, you know, usually you know as well as I do, the cooking is French, you know, it, it, I, the word should be French. And, um, and that's a lot of that's there. So it's just really that. And that was it. And then, then I started just looking into things and, you know, the French use don't care so much about the quality of a piece of meat, like a, you know, a real, some extra marble thing. They have a technique to make it great from, you know, just a knuckle. You know, yeah. And to me, that's the to me that's the essence of it is getting that together, and then try to stay. You know, and I I get a little tired of the farm to table, home here. You know, locally sourced, blah blah blah, because that is you know marketing buzzwords, and I'm not against that, but it's just okay. I get it, but it's really not that hard to be that way. You know, yeah. It's really just, <laughs> it, you know, 
Well, you're that way on your Instagram post. I love watching it because to me, first of all, uh, the photography, I feel like I'm in the, I can jump in the picture. I mean, it looks like a painting and it also, it's, it's interesting because it's very, I feel like there's, um, I feel like I'm getting educated and there's a lot of history and just the gear you're cooking with. I mean, tell some of our list, tell our listeners about some of the apparatuses that you have because they look ancient. Well, the the thing is, I I built that little shed. I we call it World Headquarters, and um, and I built that shed basically after the tornadoes in twenty. I guess it was one. I can't remember. Yeah. I can never. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm I you know I'm, through, I'm so damn. I admire people that can actually remember years. I can't. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we're getting up so, there, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's happening. <laughs> it's yeah, good. Ask me about that a little bit. But yeah. anyway, we um so. I, I just built that out of scrap. Just we were running around town for days and just picking up lumber and stuff. And I built that. And and I found this foundry door that somebody had torn out from under a house that had lost it, I guess. Which is like, you know, which they throw coal or under, you know, in a, in a furnace underneath your house. You know, it had a door. And I said, I'm going to get picked that up. You know, they're throwing it away. It was in the street. And I just picked it up. And that became the, the start of it. And I built these stacked uh, brick things around. There's no mortar in it. Uh, it's just, and that thing gets to 800 degrees. I figured out, you know, that's what it ought to be. And I talked to a lot of people about, you know, what's right and wrong. And, you know, I actually bugged them to death. But so that's that. What's, that's what's the, your base? Is it like a pizza? Is that like a stone? Yeah, I just, I just poured a concrete slab, you know, this floating huh. and, uh, between, you know, two wings and, wow. and basically we did that. And, uh, then I just put little tiles over it, you know, and, and so that, like, that doesn't found- deter the heat. I mean, like what's the rule there? Cause you know, pizza well, stone's I, I, only I, so thick and then what's underneath it. I, I mean, how- I'm breaking, breaking all the rules. Um, what they told me is you don't want to do cinder blocks. Why? Well, they'll disintegrate over time. I said, well, they're $2. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I thought, well, and a, and a fire brick is eighteen dollars, and I thought, this just let's just go with this, and you know, there's no toxicity, I don't think, or at least nobody's died on the way home. But um, <laughs> the the point is, is that that's the thing is, I think people overthink it. That that box is just a box. And it's got a stone top that is a stepping stone, a true stepping stone from Tennessee, limestone. All right, wait a second. Let's take a quick break. We're talking food because we have to go uh, celebrate all the folks that let us have this on. So stand by my pal hit songwriter, which we hadn't even talked about yet, except for my (laughs) intro. Talking food, that's what happens when us songwriters get together. We go to our second passion, which could be our first passion. You never know. I know passion-wise in making Mississippi, Philip, you go to superiorcatfish.com. There's catfish. There's superior catfish. And uh, if I could only have that catfish on some of Philip Lemon's uh, cooking apparatuses, it'd be game on. Visit Mississippi.org. Philip will be here celebrating the birthplace of America's music. He'll bring his crazy skills here on Delta Soul, May 3rd and 4th. We'll be right back.
Are you the parent of a... Into a Mississippi Minute as we roll. My pal, hit songwriter, smash hit songwriter, Philip Lemons is my guest today. Also, can smash potatoes or anything else on his, uh, all of his cooking gadgets that it's just insane. He needs to do a TV show. And maybe he's thinking about it, or maybe he's going to think about it after this. But I know he's thinking about Superior Catfish because I've got his mouth watering. Go to superiorcatfish.com and visit mississippi.org. I appreciate you guys for many years. Believe it in this show because I believe in you. Check it out. All right. Philip Lemons is my guest today. We're talking food. All right. Real quick, I want you to know this. Nature and nurture. Nurture over nature. Whatever people talk about. The bottom line is our daughter... A little shout out to her real quick because she's in New York now. She studied food, uh, nutrition at the University of Arkansas and creative writing. She went to Spain to do, uh, gastronomy and some culinary stuff there. And she worked in Chicago for a summer in a re- big restaurant. And now she's graduated and she's in culinary school. And while she's been in culinary school, she has been doing these TikTok videos of her. Basically, she's like a third wheel. And she's cooking for her roommate and a date, or she's cooking for a room. And and they sort of blew, they blew. They didn't sort of blow up. They blew up on TikTok. So uh, she is getting paid now, and it's so funny. So uh, the bottom line is, we cooked. It was the big event at our house at least once, twice, three times a week with friends of ours, music friends of ours, my agent, Darren Murphy, who's, who's Darius's agent, uh, my managers, good friends. We would all plan a menu and at least once a week at Thanksgiving holidays, we were all cooking. She absorbed it, soaked it in. And at the tender age of two, three, four, five, six, she would play with plastic food and it would be her thing. And then when she was growing up, Philip, she, even in, uh, I'd say, ninth, 10th grade, she was teaching little cooking classes at our house for kids that were younger. And then she was catering, oh, catering for 60 to 100 people in high school. She did it in college. And now, so folks, you can check her out at Cecilia Azar. You'll love her videos. They're insane. But with that said, we she was she was around it. Like, and it happened. Now, our other two kids, our boys, both love to cook. But she's going to make it her life. What yeah. do you feel over and, and not only how do you feel over nature versus nurture, and I'm saying it backwards, but how did it happen for you, that passion? Besides besides the, the your French guy that you knew, it seems like it's deeper rooted. Well, it is. I mean, I, I grew up in, you know, uh, around a lot of Appalachian cooks and people and, 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 you know, and a lot of food, frankly, and food that was, you know, historically a big deal, you know, like it wasn't black eyed peas. It was field peas for us. And, you know, we didn't have exactly the same things, but there's all these nuances about it. And I didn't really ever think about it too much. And it became this thing that, um, you know, I just really dug into and it mostly happens sort of organically still. I don't know what I'm going to do when I go out there sometimes to the to world headquarters down in the backyard. And light a fire. I'd light a fire. Go out there and light a fire. And I, and then we build from that, you know. And what are we doing today? Lamb shanks? Well, that's going to take this, that, and the other. We So you start learning after you've committed, frankly, you know. What about woods and stuff? Like, what, where should well, you go to? I'm pretty much exclusive. I've got, you know, there's a bunch of restaurants around here that, that there's a guy that delivers a lot of wood to him, and I got on his, on his map. So, 
Um, and it's, I use white oak primarily oh, in yeah. South Carolina thing too, you know, where most of the barbecues in South Carolina that, that I'm proud of the east of I-95, frankly, uh, that, that, that area is always cooking with oak and it's typically blackjack oak, they call it, but, um, it's, it's an oak and, and the green pieces they use for, you know, that's got a thing and, but it's, it's just, I'm not a hickory guy. I think it gets, too heavy for me you know it gets to be i agree we're, we're talking about hickory not about what we're ta- what we're cooking in my and, pizza uh, oven i definitely use, i use oak i love it like you know yeah. or, or some sort of hardwood or whatever but it's usually oak i just i love uh i love how it burns it's heat it heats the fire out of it you know and, and with our pizza oven i've really had to learn how to handle it and i still don't know i mean it's always a uh for you i mean do you feel like that it's Every time you do it, it's like it's like playing golf. You you're playing the same golf course, but it's always a different, totally different golf course. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm in the rough a lot. Um, yeah, <laughs> me too, buddy. <laughs> that, that, but the, I think you're right. I mean, I think if you think about it like that, or look at it as sort of this is your walk. You know, this is your exercising, and this is your time to meditate. There's a thing about it. When I look at that. I go back there and look at that thing, pull on an apron, which I like to do. You know, it's all ritual stuff. Mm-hmm. And I light a fire and I think, here we go. This fire is going to move around on this table with these little implements on it. Like, you know, there's a grill that goes up and down and with a wheel and just stuff like that. And it's a little bit mad scientist, steampunky, you know, from my standpoint, I just kind of attracted to that, but. You know, I, I've been, I've been screwing with a chicken lately, just trying to get it right. I, I hang, I've got a hanger inside my box in the, that's this, the firebox thing. And I'll just hang a chicken in there at 600 degrees or 700 degrees. And I'm finally getting something that seems like it's, you're almost frying it in wood smoke. How far from the heat is it? Well, I mean, it's in the center hanging down from the, the top of the, box and you, did you butterfly it or anything or is it just flattened or I've is it, it hanging i've done it every way you can do it so far and it seems not that different you know if you got it pretty open inside mm-hmm. don't try to stuff it or anything like that just open it inside and i think one of the things is dry it really well um and and, and of course salt and black pepper mm-hmm. and that's and i've been doing that and it's, it's, it's almost like the box is big enough and it's 600 degrees. Then it's flowing, you know, it's moving and it's, so it's not, it's not picking on one side of it to burn or something like that, you know, so it's, it's all of that. But I mean, it's just, I, I love doing it and I've ruined some things, you know, I've, sure. I've, I've, I've ruined some things and I've, I've had a lot of surprises is that's the other thing, you know, these things yeah. will happen just out I, of the book. You know, for me, I get on a roll where, and my wife and I will get on a roll. And we'll go, man, how good was that? How good was that? And then we get on the opposite side of it. We're like, what happened? What happened? I mean, it's like yep. it, it runs in spurts. You know, like when we're bad, we're bad. But you, you yep. want to attempt some things and you want to try some things. Otherwise you're doing the same old, same old. Now, you know, it's interesting. You look at all the chicken places out there, especially fried chicken that's out there. You're going, there can't be another franchise that comes along that wins people love chicken but i love what you're talking about i like grabbing a chicken and and doing smoking it uh roasting it uh you know what you're well, talking this, about hanging i've never hung it but i'm gonna i, I do it in beer can you know the beer can chicken on the grill well, I guess 
same, but you are sitting it's sitting closer to that hot surface. Sure. Sure. And, sure. I get it. You know, and I, I guess it's it's just everything's an experiment and uh I look at it like that's it's it's let mad science really. It's just so much fun. And there's really no better and, and I don't drink that much as much as I used to, but there's no better bourbon than than that one out there. Like, oh yeah, that it's the first cup of coffee, the first glass of wine, the first bourbon, the yeah. first you know, the first kiss. I mean, they're all the same, right? Uh, so. there, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot to be said about that. <laughs> hey, isn't it great that we get to kiss the the first kiss with the ones we love, though? You got a bride well, for I, it's like the first time I every both, time. Well, you and I both out punted our coverage. Well, yeah, bad. we did. Yeah, we did. So, it's part of the deal. You're supposed yep. to, you know, we're supposed to overachieve in everything, right? right? We did. Well, me, All right. <laughs> go ahead. Wait, uh, wait, go ahead real quick. I'm sorry. You, you just need to do this. You need to try a, uh, get a little, a uh, little tiny skillet, uh, get that pizza oven up to about 500. All right. And then I, I just boiled some small yellow potatoes, shake them up in a colander with a little semolina flour. Mm-hmm. It, after they come out and they get beat up a little bit, mm-hmm. drop that in a skillet with some just a little bit of um, any oil, really, but put it inside your pizza oven, really hot. Let that you know you let that in you there for that crust on it. Yeah, and that whole thing just turns into the shell of, of oh. potato, and that's something I've learned. You know, so anyway, you go you put. Oh you know, my I'll, goodness! Here, well, it's like a French. It's like a the, you got that coating of a. Of, of a battered French fry, which we, my uncle used to do all the time, but yet yeah. you've got the softness inside of a baked potato. Yeah, exactly. Right? Oh my goodness. All right, let's take a break. By the way, folks, Bill Blamons is a smash hit songwriter, and eventually we're going to get to it, but I mean, if we're together writing a song, we're going to be talking about food. That's part of it. And if we're going to talk about food, we're going to talk about Superior Catfish. Thank you guys. My pals there in Macon, Mississippi. Go to superiorcatfish.com and visit mississippi.org. I mean, I've got a double header working. I've got the food man and the music man on with me. Philip, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, folks. Mississippi. Mississippi. Hey, folks, Steve Azar here, and like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662-247-1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. As we stroll into a Mississippi Minute, because I can, we are talking to hit singer-songwriter Philip Lemons, but we're talking food, too, because it's what we do. Uh, and it's what a lot of you guys out there do. I mean, like, I plan, my family and I plan all our trips around not the beach or the water, 
If there's a beach and water around food, then it's going to be a beautiful thing. It's always about food in the Azar family, and it is with the Lemons family. I guarantee it. He's oh, got yeah. world. What's it called? The world what? World headquarters. World headquarters in his backyard. I mean, that's that's a big statement. That's a big thing back there in just a backyard. So it can't be too small. Let me tell you what. Speaking of anything big and large on your plate. Well, they're not that big. They're a certain size. I've seen them processed, and it's awesome. My pals at Superior Catfish, go to superiorcatfish.com. Why would you buy catfish from anywhere else in the world that's not made in Mississippi? And also visit Mississippi.org. So many glorious things await. I'm telling you, they're standing right in front of you. All right, Philip. Yes, sir. Should we talk about music, or is that anything that matters anymore? Well, I do tell you about uh, this. (laughs) Um, You know, man. I never thought I was doing this, but I did it, and I made a record. And it the the first single just came out about a week and a half ago on Spotify and all those places you steal yeah. your music. Um, and I'm really uh, been I've been amazed at the just outpouring from people. And you know, dude, man, I've had all these interviews. I've never interviewed. You know, I don't. You know, I just. I wouldn't know what it was. You do it all the time, but I've never, you know, your podcast and a few other podcasts, man, that's the honor of the world for me. And then this thing just got crazy. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, it's the record. Tell us, tell us about the record. Well, it's called Cowboy Things, and it's a full-length album. Yeah. And we're, uh, you know, it's got, oh, gosh, uh, had Darius is on it. You mentioned Darius. He, he's sang on one part. Pam Tillis just brought. A, oh, a, I love her. She brought the heat. Oh. Uh, and uh, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top played on it. And, um, <laughs> and let's oh, I wrote a song with Bill Murray for it, you know, and it's just wow. the things, you know, and, and cowboy people, things. Yeah, cowboy things. By yeah. Philip Lemons, folks. There you go. You get a little Darius. You get a little Bill Murray, which you can't get anywhere else. You get, uh, who, who else? Pam Tillis, lover, lover. It's a great girl. We love Darius. Uh, and who else did you say? Is, do, Bill Gibbons, of course, Billy, you know. Frickin' Gibbons. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing on one of the songs, and uh, he was managed by my managers at uh, uh, Carl Stubner and Tom Storms for many years. He was one of the the ZZ Top was one of the acts on there. Uh, they didn't have yeah. a lot of us, but they had a handful of us, and and uh, he's he's a, he's amazing. I mean, you know, he used to make his records in Memphis. They said when when I was a kid, Philip, I'd hear about yeah. him in Memphis. He'd lock himself up and just be by himself in there making. You know, every a lot of people don't realize that he was like a one-man band, really, when he was recording back in the day. Am I wrong oh, there? Yeah. Crazy talented, right? Crazy. Bananas. Oh. So, all right, so this is awesome, this record. So what yeah. took you – but, but Philip, I well, thought you were always making records. Well, I was in I was in a band that did, and I was on people's records for different things. and But, I, you know, it was Lee Bryce turned to me and said, look, I got this studio sitting here, and I want you to be my first record. Wow. Said, and then one thing led to another. And the funny thing is he said that. He said, yeah, I'm going to be executive producer. And then two or three days later, my best friend in the world, Eggs, I call him Edwin. He was <laughs> my college roommate, just everything. You know, our kids, you know, God's parents and all those things intertwined. And he just called me up and said, look, hey, uh, I, I was at Bass Pro Shop. And he goes, I'm, I said, he goes, man. I, I want to do something. I just sold my company, and, and I'm not going to work anymore. And I said, really? He said, yeah. He said, I want to do something fun. And I said, well, like, he said, like, I want to produce a record. And I've never, he'd never been in a studio. He still had, well, he has now, but, but he said, <laughs> I said, 
dude, you're kidding me. I said, I just talked to Lee Bryce and he wants, he's going to be, he said, well, I want to be executive producer. And I said, well, turns out that's what Lee wants to be. <laughs> you got a lot of executive producers. Hey, that's, that's, that, that's the best. Hey, those are the best kind of producers. That means they're not going to be creatively involved and you can make your record. <laughs> well, what, what, what it, what really was is I told him, I said, well, I got an idea. You can be the, you can be consecutive executive producer. <laughs> and so he's a consecutive executive producer. He says, I said, well, he, he, um, what he does is he writes checks and is not really worried about getting his money back. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, in our business, you know, what, what, what did you use that word money? What was that you used? Yeah. Is that a word? Yeah. Yeah, that's just kind of a funny thing to say. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. It is funny. I love it. All right, wait, wait, wait. So this is just coming out. This is exciting. Yeah, well, the first song, which is called Cowboy Things, just came out. And it was so cool to open up my Spotify. And there's my picture. Yeah. You know, little banner they do and all this stuff. And then there's the guy, the redheaded guy with the red beard. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm so embarrassed I can't remember his name. TikTok Phenom. And... On one side, and then Jason Isbell on the other, and I'm like, and there you go, you know, you would like this too. And I'm you thinking, dang right. So I've done, I've done whatever I've dreamed of doing. Now that's done. All right, wait a minute. All right, let's talk about this. Your journey, because I love it that this is just part of our crazy journeys, when we have to have things that uh, that fill our days and nights besides music. And uh, yeah. obviously you and me have cooking. We love sports and we love raising our kids and we like watching yeah. our kids do their things. And that's been wonderful. But your journey is very unique. Tell our listeners a little bit about it. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I was, I've done a lot of things. I, you know, I fished a lot and was a boat captain at some level and, you know, took people fishing and then I got in the boat business retail wise and did all that. And then, had a single that with hooting the blowfish that did well and decided I'm going to do something, you know, buy some real estate or something. And I ended up buying a real estate business. Right? Okay, back for- up for one second. Yeah. I love the real estate business part. I knew you were going to, I wanted you to get to that, but you say you wrote a song with hooting and the blowfish. I mean, what's the relationship? Where does that stem from? Oh, well, so I had a band called the blue dogs and we were just, you know, kind of locally important to each other. We were, were friends. Everybody knew everybody. And, and became, you know, just this, it was sort of the, the, like the grunge era in Seattle, which I'm pe- sure people think will criticize me for saying this, but all those people were, that was a thing, you know, that was a whole, and then at the time when Hootie was making this big splash in Charleston, South Carolina, it had a similar. Sure vibe. it did. Well, you, you know? it was all you guys, great musicians, by the way, cause I've gotten to experience it many years doing the, the Monday after the masters with you guys. Right. And I've been exactly. on stage with you, but you got Edwin McCain as well. The musicianship there is ridiculous. Yeah. And we still are all buddies and we still stay in touch. And in fact, Edwin's just told me he's cutting a song that I wrote uh, a little while back, uh, Love uh, it. you know, and that kind of thing. And so, I mean, we stay in touch is what it is, you know, and, but moving forward, you know, I got in that real estate business and then I'm, I just got tired of it, you know, I, I, and it, because I kept writing songs and I was still bouncing back and forth, driving back and forth, whatever, however I could get here. And Curb gave me a deal 12 years ago, maybe I'm thinking it is. It's been a while. And then it's been six years since we moved here. We decided, you know, the kids yeah. are kind of on their own and out and going. And, uh, so anyway, that's basically it. When, and, and, and then 
I've, I've been a friend of Lee Bryce's for a long time and, and just sort of that camp, I guess is what we'll call it. Sure. It just invited me and let me, let me move around in that. And, um, and one day he just said, I want to make a record on you. And I thought, well, I've never heard that before. And my <laughs> that sentence pointed at me. And, uh, and it just turned into this thing. And then we got, oh, it's so cool because he just kind of, the first day he was going to get, you know, the whole Nashville double A gold star, whatever people to come in. And I'm thinking, I just don't think I can, I mean, I'm not going to fit, you know, I just didn't feel like I was going to fit into that, you know? And because I admire all of those guys, you know, Bukovac and all those guys and Moat and just all the big, big bombs of, of Nashville. I just didn't feel like I was going to be, I was going to be like giving a pig a wristwatch. Uh, okay. Okay. Wait, we're got to go into a break, but here's the deal. So from an, from my viewpoint and from all of your friends who've gotten to know you, I've gotten to know you late in life. Obviously it's been a lot later. Unfortunately, I wish I could have known you many, many moons ago, but you beyond fit. So that's, that's interesting that you say uh, that, but I'm telling you, my brother, I mean, you are special. So when it comes to anything to do creatively, you're special, especially writing a song and obviously talking food. Let's take a quick break. We're with my pal. He's got a new song called Cowboy Things Out. Philip Lemons, check him out on everywhere that you stream. And if you pay for music, well, Philip will, you know, he'll cook you a, a chicken tonight. Are you kidding? Oh, and speaking of food. I'll, I'll cater your child's wedding. <laughs> speaking of food. There, I'm thinking catfish, superior catfish. That's what I'm going to think made in Macon, Mississippi. Go to superiorcatfish.com and visit mississippi.org. There is no and to it. There is no afterthought. Check it out. Your road trip awaits. We'll be right back with my pal, Philip Lemons. Don't go away. I don't know what it feels like to be doing it, doing it, doing it. Doing it, doing it right. I saw the light. Hey, folks, Steve Azar here, and like my song says, I'm still trying to find my way around. So wherever life takes you, Guarantee Bank is here to help. Visit with a bank representative to make sure your accounts and services meet your current and future needs. Give us a call at 662-247-1454 and visit one of our friendly 25 branches or check out more at gbtonline.com. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. Sad thing when the fourth segment, which is a shorter segment, unfortunately, of In a Mississippi Minute, happens. I get a little sad. I get a little verklempt. I got to tell you. But I don't get sad when I know lunch is around the corner. And for some of you, you've already had lunch. But for some of you, lunch is ahead. It depends on when Super Talk's going to air it in your market. But, or when you're going to listen to this podcast. Whatever it is, superiorcatfish.com is waiting. Put catfish on your plate. Tell them I sent you and visit Mississippi.org. Man, I'm telling you, the birthplace of America's music is special. But where my pal, my guest today, Philip Lemons, came from, hit singer, songwriter, I am telling you, South Carolina has a special, unique place that has just stained its way into the music business. It's its own cool stain. It's its own tattoo. 
it's, it's a tattoo you put on your body that you want to keep, not one oh, yeah. that you regret. All right. All right, Philip. Let's keep going. You go from real estate. We don't have much longer. And really, yeah. how did you and Lee Bryce become friends? Well, you know, uh, a song. And that song was Cowboy Things that uh, he was pitched a song. And he's a South Carolina guy. So I had a little bit of an end. But yeah, Doug, Doug Johnson played him that song. And, and, and he said, I, I want to write with that guy. <laughs> and I love it. that's where it went. And that sort of fueled the fire. And so – Fast forward, you know, all that's been happening and I've been in the saddle, you know, and everything's been great and everybody's been good to me. It's been, I've had some successes and I feel like the whole thing's just one big long success, but, mm -hmm. but Lee, this, this album came out of that deal, you know, and all these people are involved in it. And I just, man, I just can't believe it's happening. And it's, and you're, you're interviewing me and like, I just had this interview on XM. You're talking about at this stage in my life. And I had this interview with XM yesterday mm, or. I love it. Sunday, Sunday. And anyhow, the girl finally said that she was great. And it's Lindsay Lawyer, Lindy Lawyer, Lawler, Lawler. Yeah. yeah. Lawler. She kind of nodded. She said, you know, can I, can I ask you your age? I said, sure. Yeah, I'm 16. Uh, but the N is silent. And so, so that's where I left it, you know, and, and I just feel like that's this, we don't, it's, it's so silly for people to try to attach that to it because I, I feel as good as I ever have, you know. Right, I got to say something real quick. This is why you're a great interview already. Let me tell you why you're a pro. Because a lot of times people get my information wrong. Oh, he's from Indianola because I wrote a record called Indianola. Oh, he's from whatever. And that's fine. That's a compliment no matter where. Where they say I'm from as long as it's Mississippi. But I do know that you were raised more in the Appalachian area of the North Carolina, but you wound up in South Carolina, right? And Am I right? Probably uh, you know, just by virtue of just being there all the time, they were just cross pollination. But I was born in North Carolina, right? Lived there. We moved to South Carolina, and then South Carolina probably molded more than anything. Sure. But you know, I I still I still have a, have that North Carolina thing in my heart. You know, too. You know, how far back do you and Darius, Mark, Dean, and Sony go? And Edwin, I guess it's thirty five years, maybe. Crazy, isn't it crazy? Yeah, yeah, Crazy. and uh, I, I'll just I'll just never forget when one love came on in a in a shoe store, and my son was sitting there with me, and uh, I was getting some uh, soccer shoes for him. You know, he has a little nasty foot stuck out there, and this cute girl in a referee shirt was putting it on his foot, and the song came on in the store, and it's the first time I'd heard it, you know. Out loud, and and I just, and she stopped. And she says, "Oh, I just love Hootie and the Blowfish. My sister loves them, and we just love it. And this song is so great." And, and I'm sitting there, and my son's sitting there listening to her do that. And he, she stopped in mid mid tying shoes, and I I just looked at her, and I went to say something, and Cooper just looked at me and did the big cross across his neck and said, "No, Dad, no, Dad, leave it, no." <laughs> hey, you know what? That was the time for you to go. I'd like to buy a round of shoes on the house. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. But it was the great, great leveler, you know. I appreciate you taking the time. Folks, Philip Lamons, Cowboy Things is out. Check it out. And I, and I hate that we didn't get to a bunch of his other songs, but if you want to see him live, you come to Leland, Mississippi, May 3rd and 4th. I think he's playing May 4th. Uh, and he's going to be on stage telling the stories behind his songs with a couple other hit songwriters. It's a great way. We're going to have a stack, a stack of these. 
folks coming in uh, for the Heritage Wildlife Heritage Festival, which the Mockingbird Songwriters series is the music arm of it. I think it's going to be the best thing for this uh, town, and it's the best thing for our Delta. We want to have thousands of people rather than a thousand people show up or eight hundred. So it's going to be great. Come see us. Also, uh, my friends at Superior Catfish, they're smiling right now. What's up, guys? And making Mississippi. I can see you right now. Go to superiorcatfish.com. There's catfish. There's superior catfish. There's only one Philip Lemons. There's only one visitmississippi.org. Check it out. Philip, you're the best, pal. All right, brother. Cowboy uh, Things follow- by Philip Lemons. Yeah, cowboy- y'all follow me on the, whatever the interweb on my Instagram, <laughs> Philip Lemons. I'm anyway, going out uh, to the world. Where are we going out to cook at? What's it called? Uh, world Headquarters. <laughs> right outside. Check him out on Instagram. You'd love it. You're going to love watching him cook. All right, brother. I love you, pal. Love you, too. Later on. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Accurate information, in-depth analysis, and clear insight all in one place. The Gallo Radio Show with Paul Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.